Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Saturday, March 12, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Josh Crash Davis. Crash, what is the word on this beautiful, sunny Saturday here in Dallas? The, the word here is snow. Um, oh, we got, no we got, kidding. Yeah, we got a heavy dose of snow, but the ground's too warm for it to stick. So just looks pretty on the grass and stuff like that. But what the heck? Yeah, yeah, this is that weird, you know, March is always like that. You never know where, depending on where you are, mm -hmm. it could be a deep freeze. It could be on the, at the beach. I mean, yeah. it's, it's that weird time of the year for sure. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah. we're coming off a so-so to below so-so, uh, NBA night last night, a couple of things went a little awry, but mm. man, I am ticked off and ready to roll today. We've got this uh, awesome seven game slate yeah. and it's, it, what's really cool about it is we have, it, uh, let's see, two, four, six, seven of the 14 teams on the second night of a back-to-back, -back, one team on the first night of a back-to-back. -back. So we have lots of things to look at there. Uh, I've been waiting, you know, eyeing it up since last night, getting it ready. I know we're going to tear this NBA slate up, get you ready for it. Then we're going to finish up the podcast today with the two brains are better than one FanDuel GPP build. So mm -hmm. that will be fun. Then uh, shortly after, we're going to, uh, we'll be posting our podcast for our prize pick slash prop bets. So we're going to be doing that as much as we can uh, hopefully on a daily basis. Those will be quick hitter, like 10, 15 minute pods at the very most. Mm -hmm. So we'll get those up for you. Then we have a huge announcement today as well, Josh, our uh, MLB yes. uh, aspect of things, which you are our head MLB guy. So are you fired up for that? Tell me yeah, what you think about the start of the season. Are these guys going to be ready in time? What do you think? I mean, they've, they've got to be, you know, it's their job. It's, it's what they do. So they've got to be ready. I think they will be. Um, I saw a couple of videos yesterday with some of the brewers that are getting ready and stuff. So it's exciting. It's so glad that they got this deal worked out and we can get back to baseball. Absolutely. And the fact that it's only April 7th, they're not going to miss any games. They're going to play a full season. That yeah. is wonderful. So but uh, our man, uh, Colin, will be releasing all kinds of information uh, in, on social media about our MLB offers membership-wise. And they're our best offer we've ever thrown out there. I'm just yeah. going to tell you right now. And the cool thing, if you jump aboard with us at Coach Talk with our MLB offer, you don't just get Major League Baseball. When you join Coach Talk, you get everything that we have. Once you're mm -hmm. in the family... You've got everything. We do NBA all the way through the last game of the finals of the NBA. We do uh, all every week of PGA golf. And then, of course, every baseball uh, slate yeah. that's out there. And then when football rolls, rolls around. So if you get that Major League Baseball uh, package, you're going to get all four of those sports. Mm -hmm. And there's rumors going around within inside our coach talk world. Our, our our guy John Wehausen is looking into some USFL. Hmm. So for the real football fanatics out there, stay tuned yeah. because we may have that as a DFS offering as well. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I haven't I haven't dug in too much into USFL to see what it's going to be all about, but hopefully they do well. You know, it'd be nice to have something to give you a, 
little bit of a, of a football fix while you're waiting for the NFL. So Exactly. So anyway, stay tuned for all that uh, and those announcements as the day goes on. But we need to dive into this seven-game slate. It is a good one. I'm, I mm-hmm. really like this slate tonight. I like the, the factor of being able to look at you know these teams that are on back-to-backs, and we'll dive in. I do have to say one thing about the NBA, though. Congratulations to Greg Popovich. He broke the all-time record last night for wins in, by an NBA coach. That is no small feat, man. No. I mean, I didn't think that would be uh, broken years ago when it was set. So he is definitely one of the greatest coaches of all time. He's accomplished everything you could ever accomplish. Mm-hmm. And uh, hats off to him, man. That is an incredible uh, accomplishment that it didn't seem possible. Right. Did you see his press conference last night? I did. Yeah. He was very humble. You know, he was just like, man, aw shucks. You know, I I didn't deserve this. It's the people that are around me and everything else. Yeah. Yeah, He's, you know, he's snappy and bitey and and crotchety with the press sometimes. And you never know sometimes what he's going to do. But I'll tell you what, that guy, you know, you read stories about him, what he's done for people on the background and ex players. Mm -hmm definitely a, a very very good man and you can't win that many games yeah and get that many championships without being not only a phenomenal x and o guy but a phenomenal person because mm-hmm. you get those guys that want to play for you for you for your right. career and uh so it was it was great to see it uh you know went a little should have been more of a you know brouhaha about it but Mm-hmm. I think it's phenomenal. I, I just had to get as an ex-coach, especially, yeah. you know, I've read and watched him through all these years. He's mm-hmm. way older than me, but, uh, and it's just, yeah, it's been a joy. And uh, DFS wise, I want to strangle him sometimes, but other than that, <laughs> right. I love him as a coach and what he's accomplished there. So shout out to coach pop. Yeah. All right. How about the weird thing today? I had to look twice, check three places. There's no game until 8 PM. A crash. What's going on? I don't know. I don't know. But I think it, we're starting out with Pop, right? We're starting out with the Spurs. Isn't that the oh, they're the game? second game on my they're list. Okay. But I, I need to understand what they were, why they're playing later. There is there a reason behind it? It's just so weird. Not Are they dodging something? I don't know. Unless it had something to do with the uh, conference, you know, basketball conference tournaments or something. Maybe. I don't know. Could be either that or somebody hit the wrong button when they were putting the schedule together. (laughs) So anyway, we've got, it's weird. We've got three eight o'clock Eastern games an eight 30, two nines and a 10. So pretty Mm. compact group there. And then we get that extra uh, time to prepare for our lineup. So it's going to feel very strange. Usually we're all out of sync when it's 30 minutes later. Now it's an hour later. So We're going to be off our rockers by the time this sucker goes. All right, let's get into this, buddy. Here we go. First game, 8 p.m., Minnesota Timberwolves at the Miami Heat. Miami minus six. Nice 228.5 total. 111.25 implied for Minnesota. 117.25 for the Miami Heat. Minnesota comes in 38 and 30. Miami 45 and 23. The only person on the Minnesota injury list is Jordan McLaughlin. He is questionable. And then for Miami, Caleb Martin and Markeith Morris are out. 
So game game set here, we've got second night of a back-to-back for both of these teams. So mm-hmm. definitely something to take into consideration. We have an opposing style of play. Minnesota, the second fastest. Miami, the second slowest. Yeah. So massive pace up for Miami. Not that most games aren't, aren't, but this one especially. Huge pace down on the other side for Minnesota. Defensively, Minnesota respectable, 13th. Miami fourth. So we've got a multitude of things to consider here mm-hmm. um, and a decent, you know, close uh, spread of only six and a nice, uh, nice total. So what is your initial outlook on this one, Crash? Yeah, I think for me, I'm pretty much just looking at Jimmy Butler in this game. He's 8,000 on FanDuel, 8,500 on DraftKings. He's averaged 50 DraftKings points in his last three games against Minnesota. They've allowed the fifth most um Fantasy points to small forward, seventh most shooting guard. So depending on what you consider Butler, um, they're still top 10 and then fantasy points allowed to both positions. So I think that Butler had a a decent game last night, kind of started to get looked like he was getting his rhythm back a little bit. So I do like Jimmy Butler here Um, with Miami's tough defense. There's not really much for me on the Minnesota side. And uh, I I just I just think on a seven game slate, I'm just going to probably stick with Butler and move on. Yeah, it's hard to really get too fired up about the Minnesota guys because, you know, Russell at 7-9, Edwards 7-6, which is a little underpriced, but and then Cat at 10-6, that's a big, those are big pay-up numbers to play at Miami on the second night of a back-to-back with that tough defense. That is Mm -hmm. a concern. For sure. And so, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not diving to any of these Minnesota guys right off the bat. Uh, to mm-hmm. be honest with you, I do think Ant could be a little underpriced, although he's up from where he was yesterday. Uh, D'Angelo Russell's fair as well, but I'm not looking really uh, at any focal point here with Minnesota. Yeah. On the Miami side, you know, it's interesting. Butler has a tendency to sit one side of a back to back a lot of times, but I think I'm with you. I mean, we have no report that he's going to be out, but something we need mm-hmm. to keep an eye on. But at eight five, he that is a fair price, and yeah. uh, Minnesota's backcourt isn't exactly stalwarts on defense, right? Either. So I think you can you can look there a little bit. But my only concern, Crash, is Miami's got the, uh, pretty much all their their bullets back. They've mm-hmm. either been missing Lowry or Butler or Hero, somebody along the way. But with with Lowry, uh, Robinson, Butler, Tucker, Autobio, Hero. Struce probably, Deadman, little Gabe Vincent. I mean, they're pretty deep. They've got mm-hmm. a, a decent run, you know, going with their guys. Yeah. But it, you know, it makes me not want to stack up any of these guys, even though it's a 228 and a half total with a close spread. But I the guys I'm considering right now are Jimmy Butler, like you are at 8-5. Mm-hmm. I don't think Bam's a bad play either at all. Yeah. <clears throat> Cat's not a good defender. Bam's 8-1, which is fair. Okay. I think he's played mm-hmm. fantastic basketball the second half. So probably going to decide between one of the big guns there, leaning yep. a little bit towards Bam right now. Okay, I can see that. Um, I think he's quite a bit more on FanDuel. I think that's probably one of the things that kind of turned me away from him. Okay. I, remember, I think he's like 9,800 or something. Yeah, that that's not going to fly. Yeah. But 81 is a, is a nice deal. I mean, you get a $2,500 discount from his counterpart, Cat. And I think, right. I really think Bam could, could 
pretty much match him uh, fantasy point for fantasy point. Well, he's 86. I just looked. He's not too bad. I must have been thinking of somebody else. 86. Okay. You scared yeah. me, man. You scared yeah. me. Yeah, 98, that's way too much. Uh, I was going to say, that's way out of whack, although we've mm-hmm. seen some out of whack pricing where they don't right. match on the sites. Yeah, so. yeah, I think that Butler at 8000 on Vandal, I think that's a really good price. Uh, he was up near 10 just a yep. couple weeks ago, so 8000 is pretty good value. I think Butler hit 10-1 for one day, which was 10-1. sort of bizarre. So, yeah. yeah, that is a big discount compared to that. But, mm-hmm. yep. All right, so very good. Let's let's head on to the second game, also at 8 p.m. Eastern. And here's here's your man, Pop. And it is the second night of a back-to-back after the big celebration yesterday. So we go to louding uh, Pop and celebrating him to to badmouthing him again. So we're yeah. we go right into. It took like six minutes for us to say we don't want to get Pop tonight. So right. we're back in it. But it, it is the Indiana Pacers uh, and the San Antonio Spurs. And in this game, San Antonio's favored by five and a half. It's a 237 total. So 237 mm-hmm. happens to be the biggest total on the board, even to make it more painful to try to you know determine what Pop's going to do. And only five and a half point spread. 115.75 implied for Indiana. 121.25 for the Spurs. So it's mm. the only game where both teams have an implied total over 115, which I have found to be very key. Those games have really consistently yeah. been a big parts of the optimal lineups. Um, coming into the game, Indiana's 22 and 45, San Antonio 26 and 41. Laundry list of guys for the Pacers. Bataze questionable. Here are all the guys that are out. Malcolm Brogdon, which is huge. Mm-hmm. TJ McConnell, Lance Stevens, and Miles Turner, TJ Warren. For the Spurs, we have questionable tag on McDermott, Kaycock, Langford, and Primo. So we don't know if any of those guys are going to play. Mm-hmm. And we have a uh, probable tag on Kata Bates' job. So this becomes very difficult one to look at statistically doesn't really make things any easier. Indiana's on the first night of a back-to-back, and again, San Antonio on the second. Pace-wise, Indiana 18th, Spurs 5th. So good, Hmm. uh, you know, pace-up game for the Pacers. Defensively, both teams poor. 26th for Indiana, 19th for San Antonio. So weird to have a pop team, top five in uh, pace and then bottom 10 basically in defense so yeah. dude, where do you start on this game and how much faith do you have in it uh it's tough to say because you know like you said this this is a, a matchup that, that could go i think it could go the other way i think that san antonio could pull away from them in this game you know with Brogdon out and sabonis no longer being there um it's going to have to be Tyrese Halliburton, you know, that does most of the damage for Indiana, I think. And, and he's the guy I would start with, 8,300 on FanDuel, 9,000 on DraftKings. So he's getting up there over there. But he did have 54, uh, 54 DraftKings points when they played against this, when he played against the Spurs, I should say, last in December with Sacramento. Um, the Spurs have allowed the fifth most fantasy points to point guards, and he has scored 43 plus DraftKings points in nine of his last 10 games. So he has been playing well. He has yeah. been playing above that price tag. 
Um, so I do like Halliburton here. Um, DeJounte Murray, I mean, he's just continues to just absolutely kill it. Um, he's had 59, 57, 57, 58 in his last four. Been on a tear. Talk about consistent. My God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, he's 10-8 on both sides, so he's priced appropriately. So you're going to have to pay up for him if you want if you want to get to Murray. Uh, and then if Batadze plays, he's 3,600 on DraftKings, and the Spurs have allowed the seventh most uh, fantasy points to centers. So that's a free square for me if he plays on DraftKings. Gotcha. You know, I, I am going to – this is my key game, and not just because it's the, the, the total, but I just like the setup here. I think this game really, uh, you know, I don't know if it's going to be as chalky as I think it actually should be, but the Indiana guys are priced right. And having Brogdon sitting just makes everything work for me. I mean, I'm going to have at least two, maybe three pacers in this game and, Mm. and follow it up on the other side with my number one pay up option on the slate. And that's DeJounte Murray. Yeah. Uh, if you look through this, it, he has not lost minutes in back-to-backs. He's been consistent. Uh, Pop puts him out there. This is a great spot for him. I think with Indiana's fifth worst worst defense. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm getting chips in the in the middle here pretty quick with Dejounte Murray being my favorite pay pay up play. Not yeah. gonna mess with any of the other optional guys for the Spurs. Too risky. Too much rotation. Mm-hmm. But like I say, the key for me are the, the pacers. I'm also going to have Tyrese Halliburton in there. So I'm going to be spending, you know, a big chunk right here. Right. And But I'm going after it. Murray and Halliburton are my guys today. Halliburton's been not only terrific, but when uh, Brogdon's off the floor, all his numbers increase. His mm-hmm. assist ratio, uh, his scoring, everything. Right. So. He's probably my favorite play on the whole slate, Tyrese Halliburton. And then you have a, a great selection of guys to fill out the rest of those spots. Buddy Hill's up to 7-3, but again, his numbers have been fantastic, uh, especially with Brogdon off the floor. Mm-hmm. O'Shea Brissett has been solid. He's probably my least favorite of the group. I love Jalen Smith at 5-6. That kid can play. And Isaiah Jackson, you know, if Goga sits, Isaiah Jackson has been just fine, 25, 28, 30 minutes, and just putting up numbers. And like you said, centers against the Spurs have been good. So uh, depending on on that Goga news, uh, easily could go Halliburton, Smith-Jackson, or some, you know, combination uh, Mm -hmm. therein. So I love this game, Crash. I'm going to know probably at 820 uh how I'm feeling for the evening already yeah 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 I'll at least have one guy from each side but I might have more than that um especially if Goga plays and even if Goga doesn't play I might go to the Jackson player the Smith play that's right all right excellent so there we go uh, I can end the show now I'm all in <laughs> yeah. the three guys on your lineup <laughs> I'm done yeah I got it it's it's uh it's it's Pacers, Spurs, or bust for me. I should jump in the car and drive down to San Antonio, get in <laughs> get in their ear a little bit. Yeah. All right. You ready for the next one? I am. It is the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Chicago Bulls. It's a nice nice game. Really, mm-hmm. two teams uh, scrapping for the playoffs. Yeah. Chicago's favored by five. It's a two twenty three total. 
109 implied for Cleveland, 114 uh, for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Cleveland comes in 38 and 28, Chicago 40 and 26. So they're very tight. We know Jared Allen's out with a broken finger. I don't know why Karis Levert still remains out. I, he has not played in a while. Mm -hmm. um, and then for Chicago, we've got some interesting things to look at. Dasunmu and Vuk are probable, so I'm not even going to consider that. I'm just counting them in. Yeah. The big one, though, is Zach Levine is le legit questionable. So mm. very important to find out what that news is. Caruso's not going to play, but at least he's on the doubtful list. That means he's getting close, so we need to watch that in the coming days. But Ball and Williams uh, do remain out. So in this game, uh, Cleveland is on the second night of a back-to-back, -back, mm -hmm. and it's an island game for Chicago, so an edge there for Chicago. Two teams that aren't real quick, Cleveland 26, Chicago middle of the pack 15th. Cleveland with that excellent defense is fifth, uh, but we've got Chicago not playing grade D at 21. So interesting game here. Mm -hmm. I think this will be a pretty intense matchup. What's your take? Yeah, I, I like uh, Evan Mobley here, 7,500 on DraftKings. Chicago's allowed the fifth most fantasy points to power forwards. To me, he's listed as a power forward center. To me, he's more of a power forward than a center. Uh, but with Jared Allen out, he's had 45, 55, and 53 DraftKings yep. points in his last three games. So really good value here on DraftKings. He's 8,800 on FanDuel. So not sure I'm going to get to that price over on FanDuel. Uh, yep. But great, great play for me on DraftKings. Um, and then you have the ex-Bull, Laurie Markinen. I like him. He's 6,500 on FanDuel, 6,100 on DraftKings. Um, and the Bulls have allowed the, the fourth most fantasy points to small forwards. And as I said, the fifth most to power forwards. It's a revenge game for him going back to Chicago. He had 43 DraftKings points the last time they played in January, on January 19th. So good play for, for him. And um, uh, you could look at the Tristan Thompson narrative. I'm not, I'm probably not going to go there. 3,900 on FanDuel, 4,100 on DraftKings. And that's probably about it for me in this game. Yeah, you know, I love the, you know, the narrative with Mark in, in Chicago, and he's playing pretty good, and his price mm -hmm. is fair. So I think he's a nice little play there. Uh, uh, I agree with you on Evan Mobley. I, I just said it on here multiple times. The second Allen went out, I you know, Mobley was yeah. going to dominate because all those extra blocks and rebounds yeah. and anything in the paint, you know, Mobley is a real fair price uh, on DraftKings, but I, I don't think I can hack that FanDuel mm -hmm. price. That's the tough part, but yeah, I, I do like this spot form for sure. Um, and then Chicago, I guess we can start discussing it a little bit if Levine does sit, but mm -hmm. if he doesn't sit, it just, it's too tough. You know, DeRozan, Vuk are so expensive and Levine's expensive. So yeah. I don't particularly want to go to any of those guys against this stout Cleveland defense. Yes, Cleveland's D may back up a smidgen with Jared Allen not in there, but mm -hmm. uh, I still think uh, it's a tough spot to want to pay up for any of these bulls. But, you know, let's reconsider it. If Levine sits, you have to at least, you know, talk about a Kobe White or right. – somebody of that nature. So we'll keep you posted in discord on that one. Mm -hmm. Now I was going to say, if you don't want to go to DeJounte Murray, you could look at Darius Garland here. Um, he's a, he's a decent play here too. Yeah. He's been absolutely red hot. There's no doubt mm -hmm. about that. All right. Uh, we move to an eight 30 PM game. It's the only eight 30 game on the slate. 
it's some team by the name of the Milwaukee Bucks. Have you ever heard of them? Nope. No. <laughs> They're playing the Golden State Warriors. So let's Never see how gutsy you are stacking up yeah. against the number one defense in the league, Mr. Bucks. We've got Milwaukee favored on the road. How much does that sting if you're a Warriors guy? <laughs> Milwaukee's one and a half point favorite. Nice, healthy 234 and a half. So second highest total on the entire board. So don't let that fool you. It's still mm -hmm. going to be points in this game, even though you got that tough D. Both sides have good D, actually. But uh, 118 applied for Milwaukee, 116 and a half implied for Golden State. So I stand corrected. This game does go both over 115. I did not catch mm -hmm. that first go around. So that falls into my little criteria of uh, games that, you know, players seem to be falling in optimal lineups when both teams are over 115 implied. So this game fits that model as well. So going into this game, uh, we know these two teams are priming for playoffs. Uh, East-West here, Milwaukee's 42 and 25, Golden State 45 and 22. Out for Milwaukee, Connaughton, Hill, Lopez, and Wigginton. For Golden State, out Draymond, Iguodala, Payton, and Porter. So we pretty much know what's what here going into this game, what to expect. Uh, Pace-wise, solid Milwaukee 7th, Golden State 12th. Mm -hmm. Defensively, though, pretty solid Milwaukee 14th, still in the upper half, and Golden State remains number one. So, Man, what do you think here? Two an island game for both these teams as well. So yeah, you ratcheting it up. I'm I'm gonna try and get Giannis in my lineups. We'll see if it happens. But 11-8 on yes. FanDuel, 12-2 on DraftKings. Very expensive, but he had 69 and a half DraftKings points last time they played on January 13th. Is that all? Yeah, yeah. What a bum he couldn't get to 70. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, triple double. He's out here letting LeBron show him up at 37. So <laughs> 71 last night. That was crazy. Good um, Giannis had a triple-double in that game with 30 points, 12 rebounds, and 11 assists. He scored no less than 62.8 uh, DraftKings points in seven of his last nine games. So he's he's really been killing it lately. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do like Giannis here if I'm able to get to him. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, though, because I do like Murray, you know, along with Halliburton. So... Um, and then on the Golden State side, Jordan Poole, 5,700 on DraftKings. He's got 34-plus in his last five games. Milwaukee's been susceptible. They've allowed the ninth most fantasy points to shooting guards, yeah. and especially with, you know, the three-point shooters and stuff like that. So, you know, you could look at you could look at Steph or Clay. I'm probably not going to just because of how we're building our lineups. Um, Clay would probably be more of a play for me than Steph in this game. Uh, but you know, I really don't have a whole lot of desire to stack this game. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't either, but I can see why you would want to. The only yeah. problem is you don't get really much price relief anywhere right. in this game. Yeah. I mean, Holiday at 7-9, Middleton 7-8, Giannis 12-2, even Portis at 6-8 isn't a giveaway. Mm -hmm. And then Curry at 10, Clay at 7, Wiggins at 7-1. I mean, that's you don't get a single break with any of those guys. Right. Um, and it's not like these two defenses aren't solid. I mean, they're decent. Uh, you know, you got to make a decision somewhere on who you're paying up for. Uh, and Giannis certainly is a fantastic option. Mm -hmm. But even though they don't have Draymond, they've still held on to the best defensive team. I don't know how they do it. 
great yeah. coaching. Uh, they're really buying into the system there. But those guys, you know, Looney, Kaminga, Wiggins, you know, mm -hmm. of course, Clay, Moody, those guys all do defend well. Right. And, you know, I'm not saying they're going to hold Giannis down at all, but it is hard to pay that far up for a team on the road, mm -hmm. uh, you know, against the, the best te defensive team in the league. So, yeah, as I certainly believe Giannis could have a big, big game, but I can't afford to go to that salary. So I'd love to say, like, you know, a lot of touts will be out there. Yeah, Giannis, great play. Well, you, you say great play about the 15 most expensive guys. Good luck. With, what help does that do? You don't need to mm -hmm. listen to us for those hot takes. Yeah. So, but I don't, you know, the, the problem for me though, is I don't even find myself being able to get to the, the next flight guys. I, mm -hmm. I like holiday Middleton yeah. and clay, but you know, seven K plus for all of them. So where do you attack this game? I mean, it may be, uh, you know, very contrarian, but I may not have much exposure here. Uh, mm -hmm. I really don't feel super comfortable uh, on either side at this point uh, to, to really roster anybody. And that is definitely contrarian because yeah. I doubt there's going to be many rosters out there that don't have a player from this game. This game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. On FanDuel, Clay's only 6,000. So that's a lot more doable over there. That I could do, especially since Milwaukee gives up so many threes. Yeah. I mean, that that is doable. Six I can swallow. So that could be a good FanDuel play. We'll have to keep him in mind when we, we do the two brains lineup. Yeah. All right. We have uh, four down, three to go real quickly. If you want to join us, this is the time, dfscoachtalk.com. You can jump in for as little as three days for $10. Try us out over this weekend. Today, Sunday, Monday, lots of games, nice eight-game NBA slate. We've got hopefully final round of this crazy golf tournament that's been rained two days in a row. So we will be putting some lineups together for that for either weekend only, which will be sometime today or mm -hmm. uh, Sunday only, depending on how they get that game, that uh, round in. So you could catch that. And then uh, we're also announcing uh, today, uh, probably a couple hours after this podcast posts, our baseball special. It is our best pricing we've ever had. You get that entire baseball season. Um, and uh, it's going to be a fun one. So check us out, dfscoachtalk.com. Also want to thank our presenting sponsor, Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com, use the promo code COACHTALK, and you get all the way up to a $100 match on your first deposit. You put in 50, they give you 50, and they don't drip it mm -hmm. to you. You get the 50 when you make that first play on Prize Picks. So really encourage you to check that out as well. All right, we go to the 9 o'clock game. It is the Toronto Raptors at the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets minus 5. It's a 224.5 total, 109.75 for Toronto, 114.75 for the Denver Nuggets. Toronto comes in 36 and 30, Denver 40 and 27. We have two guys out for Toronto, Ananobi and Flynn. For Detroit, we have some question marks, and they're big ones. Will Barton and Aaron Gordon, two starters, mm -hmm. questionable. Uh, yeah. Also, Zeke Naji questionable. Bones Highland, probable. And the same three guys that have been out, remain out, Kanchar, Murray, and Porter. So looking at this game, we've got Toronto on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. Island game for Denver. 
Two slow teams, though, 24 and 20, respectively. That does not help. Two very right middle of the road type of defenses, Toronto 12, Mm -hmm. Denver 16. So nothing to jump out of your seat there. So a little bit interesting game, not a bad total, close spread. We have no double-digit spreads on this slate, so that's nice. We don't have to, you know, really struggle with trying to figure out the the, – uh, blowouts. So, you know, this one's interesting though. What's, what's your first mm-hmm. take here? Well, my, my first thing I was going to point out was just how impressive it was last night for Toronto to win that game in Phoenix. I mean, that was shocking. That's a big win. Yeah. I definitely did not ex- see that coming. Um, you know, obviously the Joker, you have to start with him. He's, you know, he's a Joker. He's 11, six on Fandle, 12, one on, on DK, but he, easily has the potential to be the highest scorer on this slate. Um, so for, you know, that decision is going to be between him and Giannis. Uh, I'm probably leaning Giannis, honestly, but, you know, it's it's going to be a toss-up for me between those two. Um, Siakam, he had a good game. He had his second-best game of the year, actually, against Denver last time with 64 DraftKings points. Denver's allowed the fourth-most fancy points to power forwards. He's 8,900 on DraftKings, so you do have to pay up a little bit for him but he could potentially be worth it. Um, had a pretty strong game last night in Phoenix with 52 DraftKings points. Um, not going to go back to Gary Trent. He had that big game last night, but he hasn't really shown us that very much this year at all. So I don't trust that he's going to do that on back-to-back nights, especially in Denver with the altitude and all that. Um, and then I like Van Vliet a little bit here. He's 7,600 on FanDuel, 8,000 on DraftKings. Denver's allowed the third most fantasy points to point guards. So he's in play for me. And then on, on Denver, going back to Denver, I do like Monty Morris, um, 5,200 on DraftKings. He's had 34 DraftKings points plus in his last four games. So I do like Morris here as well. So uh, probably Siakam and Morris would be my top two plays here, for, one for each side. Okay. Yeah, and you know, they say back-to-back games on the road and then the second game having to play in Denver – is one, mm-hmm. one of the toughest things to do in the NBA because it's hard going yeah. into De- Denver playing with that altitude anyway. But right. then they have a hard-fought game last night against Phoenix that Phoenix. they win. Yeah. Ugh, that's a little spooky coming in if you're the Raptors, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely. I do agree with you, Van Vliet's a stud. I, you know, he's sat for a while, so he shouldn't be as, you know, spent here. I, I mm-hmm. would like to be able to get to him, but – I think my that position is going to be jammed for me. I doubt I'm going to be able to get him in, but I do think he's a good play. Yeah. Um, after that, you know, I need the news on Barton and Gordon. That's important to me, both offensively from the Denver side and defensively for how they'll play against Toronto because they need those two guys. Without Barton and Gordon, they literally have no perimeter defense. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that changes a lot of things for me. So I'm going to be following that news. You can catch us in uh, Discord for that as the day goes on. I do think the Joker is a great payup. He's my second favorite payup uh, option on the slate uh, to DeJounte. 12-1 is a lot, but, you know, you're going to get all kinds of different centers for Toronto trying to guard them, but none of them really – you know, look scary to me. So uh, the Joker could be a monster in this one. There's no question about it, especially if Barton and or Gordon sit, because you're going to need more scoring from him than normal. So, you know, you know, he's going to get assists and rebounds, but you know, he only 
gets you there barely when he gets 22, 24 points, whatever. But if he's looked upon a score here and can drop like 40 real ones, mm. uh, you know, you're looking at a, a break the slate kind of guy, even at 12K. Right. So I'm going to follow that news closely. The Joker is high on my list today. Uh, probably not going to go anywhere else with Denver. I agree with you. Morris has been solid, but, mm-hmm. you know, with Bones uh, probably playing, you know, I'm still a little worried about the rotation there. And uh, again, Toronto, I think it's a good fade for a lot of these guys because they're not dead cheap. You know, six seven for Trent, seven four Barnes, eight nine Siakam. That's expensive for a back to back second night in uh, Denver. True. You know, Will Nurse uses bench more because of those reasons, maybe, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't say for sure because we know Nick Nurse. He rides his guys, period. Yeah. So, you know, trying to dig in for a Boucher or a Chua, you know, those kind of guys, it's a little, it's too risky for me. So mm-hmm. maybe the Joker, maybe Van Vliet, if I can find a way, if you could lend me some salary here, yeah. uh, I'd like to get those guys in, but it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to the other 9 p.m. game. It's the Washington Wizards at the Portland Trailblazers. Talk about Dumpster mm. fire teams, no doubt. Uh, Washington's favored by six on the road. Portland is very, very bad. That's for sure. One of the worst teams okay. I've seen in a while, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. So Washington, a six-point road favorite. You won't hear me say those words in a sentence the rest of the NBA season. It's a 220 total is all. 113 for the Wizards implied. 107 for the G League. European League and fan of the day Portland Trailblazers lineup. Mm. Um, You've got Washington coming in at 29 and 36, Portland at 25 and 40. Would you believe Kristaps Porzingis is sitting? (laughs) I can't. That dude is an Iron Man. Why would he ever sit a game? Yeah, really. You talk about getting your money's worth out of a big seven foot five stiff. Sorry. Mm -hmm. All right. Porzingis out for Portland. It's just Bledsoe, Lillard, Luzada, Nurkic, Simons, and Winslow all out. So Mm -hmm. we're back to this poor, poor Portland uh, squad. Uh, Pace, Washington 28th, Portland 17th. Nothing to write home about. It is the second night of a back-to-back on the road for Washington. That doesn't help them any. Uh, but then you look at defense here. This is what catches your eye. Even though it's only 220, these teams stink. They're 24th and 29th in defense, which combines for the worst defensive combination of teams in any game on this slate. That has to get your interest a little bit. Yeah. Um, everybody's bubble was burst. Everybody thought Brandon Williams was the next Michael Jordan, the way they were playing him in DFS. But he sort of fell flat on his tush here this last game. Are you going to go back to Brandon, or what do you think about this crazy game? Um, I am looking at Brandon on Fanduel because he's only forty nine hundred still. Right, sixty two hundred on DraftKings. There's no way I'm going to go to that. Um, I think this game will stay a little bit closer than the Minnesota game, you know. But but still going to be a Fanduel only play for me for Brandon gotcha. Williams. Um, Keon Johnson, I know I talked trash about him last time we had a podcast, but he's 4,400 on DraftKings. He had 27, 25, 28 in his last three games. So very consistent, um, definitely hitting value with that number. So I do like 
Johnson here a little bit as a value play. Um, Watford's probably been the best of all the value guys for Portland, but he's also, you know, one of the more expensive ones at 6,100. So I don't know if I'm going to go there. Um, Eubanks has a decent matchup. He's only 4,300 on FanDuel, um, 52 on DraftKings. Washington's allowed the six most fantasy points to centers this year. So, so he's a possibility for me as a value play. Um, and then Kuzma, I know he's had a couple down games against the Lakers and the Clippers, but this is a better matchup for him. I think he can get over 40 for sure. Um, probably going to want close to 50 at that price at 8,800 on DraftKings, but um, 40 would be all right. So Kuzma could be a possibility here as a bounce back spot for him. And then one of the value guys for Portland, that's about it for me. Yeah, this, this is my scratch off game. I just, it's pathetic. And I don't see value that jumps off the board to me. Mm-hmm. Both teams have mailed it in. They're both terrible. They don't even play that fast, which is pathetic. But, you know, Wizards are rotation right now is Neto, Caldwell, Pope, Kispert, Kuzma, Gafford, Hashimura, Avdia, Smith, Sadoransky, Bryant. So that's, you know, you're talking a 10-man rotation. Kuzma's just too expensive at 8-8. He's disappointed you know, multiple mm-hmm. games in a row. Didn't even step up for the Lakers game like we thought he would. So right. I'm just not interested. And then you've got even a worse scenario in Portland. Yeah, we, you know, found a few diamonds here and there. Now it's digging. We're, we're scratching mm-hmm. for rocks here because Williams, Ellaby, Hughes, Hart, Eubanks, Watford, Johnson, Brown, Macklemore. Again, you got another nine or ten man deep bench. Yeah. That, yeah, Portland short guys, that's all they've got, but they're playing them a lot of them, and they're not even priced right. I mean, Brandon Williams at 6'2 on DraftKings is, is too expensive to me. Yeah. Josh yeah. Hart at 7'9 has not played well. Right. He's underperformed. And then I don't trust the rotation. You know, Ellaby's getting decent minutes, but they're trying to get Hughes more. Eubanks, but Brown's getting a little bit. Watford's also another big that can play power forward next to him, McElbore, you know, getting in, getting some shots up. I just don't like it, man. I mm-hmm. I don't want to be scratching and begging for some guys. You know, watching, playing some of these guys the last week, you know, I, I've played Hart. I've played Watford. You know, I played Kuzma. And then you're mm-hmm. just sitting there watching that. Why did I play these teams? They suck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I feel in a nutshell, that. not to be yeah. blunt. Right. I get that. All right, man, last game. Then we build this two brains are better than one lineup for FanDuel. It is the Utah Jazz hosting the Sacramento Kings. Utah, nine-and-a-half-point favorite. So I guess you could consider this as the only possible blowout game, but it is still single digits according to Vegas. It's a Mm -hmm. 230 total, 110.25 for the Kings, 119.75 for the Jazz. Sacramento comes in 24-44, and Utah. 41 and 25 questionable tags for Sacramento. Mo Harkless, Jeremy lamb would be nice to know if they're in or out. Cause it does affect that rotation. Mm-hmm. Terrence Davis out with a broken wrist. The only questionable guy is a guy that missed last game. And that's Bojan Bogdanovich, the shooter for the jazz. So that news could be uh, considered important as well. Sacramento is the sixth fastest pace in the league, so that that's a nice thing. Utah's mm-hmm. 19th. Defensively, no D for Sacramento, 28th. Top 10 defense for Utah, they're hanging in there at ninth. 
Second night of a back-to-back for Utah. Something to consider, but it is in Utah. So tough game to figure here, but there are some plays, I think, that are possible. What do you like? Yeah, I think uh, as a pivot to our Tyrese Halliburton play, you could definitely look at Donovan Mitchell. 8,100 on FanDuel, 8,600 on DraftKings. Uh, He's averaged about 48 DraftKings points a game this year against Sacramento. They've allowed the second most fantasy points to shooting guards this year. So I do like Donovan Mitchell. Um, As a pivot to Brandon Williams, you could look at Mike Conley. He's 5,100 on FanDuel, 5,400 on DraftKings. He's averaged about 31 DraftKings points a game this year against Sacramento. So decent play there. Um, and then with with Bogdanovich out, I think you have to look at Daniel House. He's you know near minimum price on both sites. Um, had a decent game last night against the Spurs with 22 and a half DraftKings points. For Sacramento, the only play for me would probably be Sabonis. Um, he's 8,400 on FanDuel, 9,300 on DraftKings is expensive for sure. Uh, but he did have 58 DraftKings points the last time he played against Utah. That was with Indiana, but still, uh, nice. solid matchup for him. Yeah, and this game's a hard one to figure because, you know, there are some potential value plays here. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking real quick at the box score because it's a back-to-back uh, for Utah, and Conley did play last night. Okay. So don't be surprised if he's not he's a scratch. I, I don't think he'll play tonight. He's yeah. He played 31-plus minutes last night. I don't believe he's played a single back-to-back all season. So that is something to follow, and, and it does change things a bit. So, Did you um, look at Clarkson then? You know, Clarkson has had a bad year. He really yeah, has. He really uh, has. I think what it does for me is it elevates Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Because Mitchell sort of plays a pseudo point guard yeah. once, when, when Connolly's not in there. And right. it, it brings up his assist ratio. Uh, I think he's priced fair. I mean, who'd believe Donovan Mitchell would be 8-6 and De'Aaron Fox 9-4? So, you know, yeah. Mitchell's a great play, I think, especially if Conley sits. Right. You know, you will get Clarkson and Foss, uh, Forrest and a few of those guys with some extra minutes. But mm-hmm. to me, it'd be all about Mitchell, especially and mainly if if uh, our man Conley sits, which I think he will. Also, if Bogdanovich doesn't come back, he takes a lot of shots. Yeah. You know, that 15, 16 shots he takes, you know, some of those will funnel back to Mitchell. So right. um, if, you know, if Conley does, does get ruled out later and Bogdanovich doesn't play, Mitchell really literally becomes one of the two or three best plays on the slate for me. Mm. Um, so I've got to find a way to fit him in there. Yeah. But uh, let's follow that news, make sure it gets done. Uh, not really interested in anybody else from that side. Uh, Sabonis is always solid. He and Fox, you know, it's really a two-man team. It's mm-hmm. tempting to pay the play those guys, but man, their prices have just gone through the roof. Nine four and nine three. Right. I, I guess not Sabonis. He's been high like that for quite some time, but he had dipped down a little bit when he first went there. But Fox's price is too high, so mm-hmm. not real comfortable. Uh, you know, going to Sacramento here at those prices, if it was a smaller slate where it was more availability to take them, then I would say yes. But, uh, you know, I've been sort of on Dante DiVincenzo. He's 4'9", though, which isn't quite as cheap as he was. But he's not a bad punt play because even though he's coming off the bench, he's getting 30-plus minutes. 
and a lot of times is a third option uh, on that offense. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing with Harrison Barnes, but you got to pay up to six six. He does have some some ceiling games uh, lately as well, but right. those would be the only other guys that I would consider. Mm -hmm. All right, let's dive right into this, right straight to the FanDuel GPP. Two brains are better than one. We have eight minutes, eight hours, I'm sorry, and 44 minutes until lock. So we're giving you this way ahead of time. If we have any changes as it, the day goes on, our man Colin will be posting those on Twitter and we'll certainly put those in our Discord for our team. I will start out by taking point guard DeJounte Murray, 10,800 bananas, a lot of bananas. Mm, yeah. I'll take, oh man, Mobley's too expensive on FanDuel. Um, I'll take Laurie Markinen at power forward. Okay. Revenge guy coming back. Fair $6,500 price. Um, all that chitter chatter that I just did, I'm going to have to spend, we're going to be scraping the bottle, the bottom of the barrel. I'm taking shooting guard Donovan Mitchell, 8,100. Okay, shooting guard. All right. So I'll start looking for some value. There's got to be some in here. Or you, you can just keep finding the value and I'll keep spending all the money. I love that arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, let's see here. No I'm worries. pretty sure Bogdanovich is going to be out today, so I'm going to take house at small forward. You're going to take house? Yeah. Wow. Gutsy play. Now, if Bogdanovich plays, that could be a switcheroo. Mm-hmm. Courageous play. I had him last night. Um. How about if we go with, let me look at one more thing here. I'm trying to find, I'm going to stay with my, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go with Isaiah Jackson. Okay. Because I'm, even if Goga plays, Isaiah is going to start power forwards, nice value at 5,500. Mm -hmm. So that gives us $6,400 a spot. Okay. Let's take... Not bad. No, not at all. Lots of Do you think Utah could blow them out? Utah? Yeah. I mean, they could. They could. I mean, if Conley and Bogdanovich sit, that doesn't help them. Right. But, you know, we don't have that news yet. wonder if Hassan Whiteside might be a play. Uh, I mean, it could be. I mean, or your guy, risky. Damian Jones. <laughs> Gosh. Don't was... talk about Damian Jones. Do not speak My his God. name. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Um. Yeah, it's, I know it's a GPP. Whiteside is risky, though, because he gets in the team 12, 13 minutes a lot of times. 
Yeah. That's the only thing that scares me. I'm going to take Ibaka. I like how he's been looking lately. Ibaka? Yeah. Okay. DFS Coach Talk does not endorse this play. Endorse this particular pick. That's my official announcement. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean anything bad about it. I just wanted the public to be aware that that was a Josh Crash Davis. In fact, why don't you share your Twitter right now so they can. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead and send me your messages at JP Davis 1982. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. So, any Abak, I'm sorry, any. uh, (laughs) And I am at Joe Sarvati, J O E S A R V A D I. You can reach any of us at DFS Coach Talk. And while we're right in the middle of this, because you can't leave us now because we're picking, right? Please hit the thumbs up. Take a second right now. If you do this, you are going to take down something. Thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. Not only are we going to love you, but you're going to win money. It's yeah. automatic. It's a lock washer. The lock washer, yeah. Yes. Gundacker loves my lock washer terminology. Yeah. Um, all right. How about, let's see here. We're. I know it's taken a little time, but I'm trying to recover from these Abaca and house picks and trying to regroup. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's a point guard that I'd like. Want to make sure he can fit our pricing. I'm going to do it, buddy. Tyrese Halliburton, 8,300 bananas. Yeah, I I thought you might. So that's kind of what I was thinking with that move to Abaca. And I'm going to go ahead and take Jordan Poole at 57. Uh, where is he? Pull off the bench at 67. That gives us six grand for a small forward, which I could take. Wait, Jordan pulls 67. I'm not going to go there on, on FanDuel. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. I'm he's a take... little pricey for coming off the bench. Yeah. I'm going to take Clay Thompson at 6,000. I like that pick much better. All right. That gives me 67 now to go. And I uh, wish Karis LeVert was playing because I'd take him. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Ant's only 200 more, but that's against Miami. Mm, Hero, that's tempting. That's only 300 more. That would have been nice. If I go below, it's Harrison Barnes, Trent, Hart, Pope, Bogdanovich, Beasley. Ugh. Can we scratch game. 300 bucks together for, for me to play Tyler Hero? Yeah, Let me I'm see sure. if I can reduce my cost somewhere. I'm sure we can. Let um, me look real quick. Um, don't want to change that. If I go to Eubanks from Ibaka, we can do that. All right. I like that play better anyway. Okay. So there you go. Now now no one can tweet you. Oh, your, tw- your Twitter's full already. <laughs> Okay, so that looks really good to me. We've got DeJounte Murray, Tyrese Halliburton, Donovan Mitchell, Clay Thompson, Daniel House, Tyler Hero, Lori Markinen, Isaiah Jackson, and Drew Eubanks. Solid squad, man. I've got to say I really like that team. Yeah. Yes, as long as our guards our guards come to play, it's what it's going to be about. Yeah, we're gonna need we're gonna need them to step up and score it. I mean, we have no Joker and no Giannis. And that's the GPP a lot of teams. <laughs> what, what's that's that? That's a GPP play for sure. It no is. Yon, no Jokic, 
Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have one of those two on almost every cash lineup. There's no doubt sure. about it. Not sure. both, but one of the two people have yeah. to make a decision of, but not having either. I mean, it gave us, you know, the way to get to a lot of these guys that we wanted. So mm-hmm. I like it. I think it's good. Me too. Excellent. Any final words from you? Uh, we'll be back obviously in just a bit here with our prize picks and prop plays, but, um, that should do it from our for our DFS podcast for this Saturday. Yep. All yep. right, excellent. Well, thank you again for joining in. If you want to uh, join in all the way, come with us, dfscoachdoc.com. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye out for our baseball announcement today. Um, and uh, we're excited. We'd love to have you. On the way out here, quick thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button. We'd really appreciate that. Also have a big contest coming that Colin will be announcing on Twitter where we're going to give some baseball uh, memberships away. So mm-hmm. keep in touch with us uh, on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk or DFS Coach Talk on YouTube. Uh, and we would love to have you join the team. So appreciate you. Enjoy your weekend. Have a great Saturday. And we'll be back again later when we look to crush it in NBA DFS. <laughs>